0: Hey folks, welcome to Fanbyte Daily for Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. I am your host, head of Fanbyte Media, John Warren, and I'm here to give you the news and games and entertainment in less than 10 minutes. CD Projekt Red sent out an email to employees signaling the start of mandatory crunch in the lead-up to Cyberpunk 2077's release in November, according to a report from Jason Schreier and Bloomberg. Crunch, in case you didn't know, is the shorthand for enforced overtime, typically in the lead-up to a large milestone, such as a publisher update or full release date. In CD Projekt Red's case, uh, this uh, expression of crunch means a mandatory sixth workday. The email from studio head Adam Badowski is as follows, quote, starting today, the entire development studio is in overdrive. I take it upon myself to receive a full backlash for the decision. I know this is in direct opposition to what we've said about crunch. It's also in direct opposition to what I personally grew to believe a while back, that crunch should never be the answer, but we've extended all other possible means of navigating the situation, end quote. This extra workday will be a paid one, uh, in in accordance with Polish law. Crunch has been a hot topic in games ever since we entered the social media age, where stories of overwork are more readily shared. Companies like Naughty Dog have come under fire for their recent crunch practices, uh, especially with their massive The Last of Us Part Two release. CD Projekt Red was asked point blank about crunch last June by Kotaku at the time. The studio said they were taking steps to eliminate crunch in their company. It appears even as Cyberpunk 2077 faced uh, several delays leading up to this final November 19th release date, CD Projekt Red has chosen to go back on that promise in lieu of facing another delay. Uh, Some notes on this. It's important to point out that delaying a game doesn't necessarily circumvent labor issues like crunch, and it's difficult to get around the fact that many studios in the industry are built on the efforts of people who work more than a five-day week, whether it's company-enforced or not. This crunch mentality is a bit distinct from mandatory crunch, which, paid or not, flies in the face of what folks in labor movements have been working toward for many, many years. I could go on about whether more work during the week actually leads to more efficient or better work, Most studies say it doesn't. But I want to instead focus on a common reply to this story I've seen online today. It's the idea that uh, CD Projekt SA, the overarching parent company of the Red Development Studio, has investors to report to. It's commonly cited as a reason why delaying Cyberpunk 2077 again simply cannot be done. First of all, yes, CD Projekt SA has investors, and it is by volume the people of Poland. CD Projekt SA is a publicly traded company on the Warsaw Stock Exchange. Uh, they also have some majority shareholders, including some individuals and venture capital firms. Financial projections, uh, professional ones by big, big, big market websites, uh, indicate the company is heading into three years at least of massive income and operating profit margins, most likely due to this game's release. It has been years since the last since the studio's last major release, but the company has carried an operating profit for quite some time. This is all to say that yes, the people who have invested in this company are seeking a return, but the company has consistently delivered this, even when game output is low. Some of this is the diversification of revenue, seeing as the company benefited from the Witcher Netflix series and its PC games platform, GOG, among other things. The company is currently sitting at a $10 billion valuation and I would argue uh, that CD Projekt SA is one of the most untouchable studios in the entire industry. That its investors need a Q4 2020 profit to believe in the future of this company is a ludicrous idea, and any investor disinterested in the retention and happiness of its employees isn't worth spit, to be frank. So please, when you pop off about the immediate interest of stakeholders, try not to do it with invisible distance of people who actually know what they're talking about. It's embarrassing. Moving on, Uh, Disney announced today that they will soon cut 28,000 jobs from its parks division, which they say is a direct result of closures stemming from COVID-19 concerns. About two-thirds of the layoffs are part-time positions, the company said. Disney didn't provide a breakdown of where these layoffs will occur geographically, but it has parks in Anaheim, Orlando, Shanghai, Paris, Tokyo, and Hong Kong. In the statement, Disney placed much of the blame on California Governor Gavin Newsom for not taking the steps to allow Disneyland in Anaheim to reopen. New COVID cases are appearing at a rate of 4.4 per 100,000 people daily in Orange County, which is keeping the county in its current phase of reopenings. As part of the new uh, Pokemon Direct this morning, uh, the Pokemon company announced the new DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield called the Crown Tundra will be available on October 22nd. What's in the DLC? Well, new story content, new raids, a new mode featuring characters from the original story, new Pokemon, and the return of every legendary Pokemon from every previous game. That's kind of a big one. Uh, You can check out our posts about the new content on fanbite.com with the full presentation and more details, including info about a mode called Dynamax Adventures. Doesn't that sound cool? Anyway, go check it out. Uh, Two very quick notes, Uh, we knew EA Play, EA's recently relabeled subscription service, was coming to Xbox Game Pass, but we weren't quite sure when. Uh, Well, we know now that EA Play will be on Xbox Game Pass the day Xbox Series X and S launch on November 10th. That means you'll be able to grab all 100 or so games from Game Pass in addition to nearly 200 games from EA's service. Again, it's the best deal in games. It's getting better too. It's wild. Uh, finally, Borat is getting a sequel. Uh, Amazon bought the rights to it. It has already been filmed. It will be out on Amazon Prime in late October, just in time for the election. My wife. That's it for Fan by Daily. Please come back again tomorrow and give this podcast a like and subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, reviews are great too, so please. Uh, and tell your friends. Uh, it's a good show. Also be sure to visit fanbyte.com slash podcasts or podcastnet dot work to listen to all of our great shows like FanWidth, the Fan Podcast. Great episode that we posted today. Uh thank you so much for hanging out and I will see y'all tomorrow.